Are you stuck in a rat race of schedules, to-do lists, and other people's priorities? Maybe you can't even remember when the last time you felt fully engaged with your body, your mind, and your surroundings. If this resonates with you, then you are in the right place. I am Susan Sanders, and I'm here to teach you about sustainable productivity. Each week, I'll be coming to your ears with lessons to create a life that you can fully engage with. Some weeks will be bite-sized moments of inspiration and sharing. Other weeks will include guests and more in-depth looks at doing the right things in a way that you can maintain over time. Let's get started. Welcome to the Sustainable Productivity Podcast. I am your host, Susan Sanders. Today, we're talking about transitions. Before we get into that topic, we will start with this week's SPM. The Sustainable Productivity Moment, or SPM, is something that is making life sustainably productive. The goal is to highlight small things or adjustments that create a life we don't feel like running away from. Today's SPM is using social media for good. I'm weeding out the accounts that make me feel ugly or unimportant, and adding some that are motivating in a healthy way or just flat out make me laugh. One of the accounts I added last month is called the.language.nerds, and I'll link up to it in the show notes. Basically, it's about how important words are. Here is an example from the post that got me to hit subscribe. Saying, have a nice day to someone sounds friendly, but enjoy your next 24 hours sounds threatening. I'm not sure what it was that struck me so dang funny, but I just laughed for quite a long time. (laughs) I hope you will too. Let's transition to the topic of, well, transitions. That is a pro-level segue there. I am sure sponsorships are going to be rolling in now. (laughs) Uh, This podcast is scheduled to come out on August 28th, 2023. And I would like to float the bold statement that everyone listening is in the early to middle of a transition or about to start one in the coming few weeks. Think back to school time. No matter how independent your kids are, transitioning to school from summer is hard. Maybe you're going back to school yourself after a decade or so break. In the coming weeks, the weather will start to transition to cooler temperatures as we transition to fall. Labor Day in America is one week from when this episode goes out, and we all consider that to be the unofficial end to summer. Transitions are on my mind because I'm working through a new transition to a new day job. My intent is that the Sustainable Sue audience does not notice the interruption, but that's going to take some planning and changing, just like all transitions do. My job will be, my new job will be in a time zone that's not only different from the one I'm in, but two time zones away from the job I just left. But it's not just the schedule. My coworkers will be new. The responsibilities will be new. The gotchas, and there are always those gotchas, those will be new. I have several of these what-ifs and concerns swirling in my mind, but letting my mind run amok is not healthy for me, and I'd wonder if it might not be healthy for you either. It's not productive for any of us because they're all what-ifs. For example, I know I will be getting a different model laptop, and experience tells me there's a learning curve associated with a new computer. Worrying about being slowed down by this learning curve is not going to improve the learning curve. It's not going to solve the problem, and therefore it's not productive either. Sustainability is a flip side of the coin that we talk about here. 
Letting my monkey mind run wild with what-ifs is exhausting. Remember the stress episode? Your body does not know the difference between being attacked by a tiger or worrying about your first day jitters. Ruminating about how my new work schedule will sort itself out releases cortisol, which will keep me awake. Then I'm worrying about being awake the night before my first day, which releases cortisol, keeping me more awake. I used to have a recurring nightmare the week leading up to school starting. It was the same dream each year from elementary school through college. After a while, I sometimes felt like I was summoning this nightmare. I would think, wow, I have not had my back to school nightmare. Then that night, it would come roaring in. This spin out is not sustainable, but it's common. I don't want anyone in the Sustainable Sue audience to think they are alone or hopeless if you are living a life that is not sustainable and is not productive. These reactions are pretty standard. But today I want to talk about strategies to help with transitions because the inevitability of change means that it is an opportunity to change habits and schedules too. Maybe there's a volunteering opportunity that had been weighing you down for the past several months. Now could be the time to say, you know, my schedule's changing and I'm no longer available to volunteer for XYZ. Both of those statements are true. Now, they're not cause and effect, but they are true. Have you been bored with your neighborhood walk each morning? With cooler weather, maybe now's the time to walk in the afternoon or evening. Or with school bus pickup coming earlier than God, we used to put our kids on the bus between like 625 and 645 as elementary schoolers, and it was brutal. But with that early pickup, maybe this frees up time to still walk in the morning, but on a trail close to your house that you couldn't do while the kids were home for the summer. Research shows that acknowledging what is in your control can help lessen the stress. In his often referenced book on transitions, William Bridges often says the differences between change and transition is that sense of control. Change happens to us and transitions are what we have more control over. Now, I completely understand it's easy to say this. I have several friends that I've that have said, you know, I don't have any control over my kid leaving for college and I don't want to be an empty nester. And you are right about both of these things. This is change that is out of your control. And this reaction is standard and expected, you know, normal, if we're going to put that word on it. In order to live a sustainably productive life, you need to respond and not react. Decide what is in your control is how you can do that. This break is brought to you by you. Thank you for hitting play on this episode. I know you have so many choices of podcasts and I appreciate you listening to this one. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. The more you share the messages about sustainable productivity, the more we can create a world where we are all more engaged in our lives. Now back to the show. Here are a few ways you can take control of a change and morph it into a transition that is productive for you and sustainable. Tip one is to wrap up the activity that is changing. Kendra Adachi is the author of The Lazy Genius Way and an advocate of a closing ceremony. She coaches her audience that the closing ceremony is less about the activity and more about the acknowledgement. You heard me mention in episode 20 about celebrations that my sister wraps up their school year with ice cream. During COVID, all the senior year activities for my oldest were canceled, 
but we made her own wrap up by having her wear her cap and gown and full hair and makeup, unheard of in the pandemic. And we went to take her photo on the empty high school campus. As my current day job came to a close, I took a ceremonial trip to FedEx to return my computer equipment, then stopped at my local favorite coffee shop on the way home with my favorite person, my husband. I specifically wanted to do this the evening of my last day so that I started my transition on a fresh day, which leads to the next tip. Acknowledge feelings. I have big feelings about everything, so you can imagine how they show up for transitions. Maybe you or your kids are the same way. No matter how excited I am about what is next, I'm still sad about what could have been. Projects that could have used one more week, that person who was on PTO when I left and I could not say goodbye to. Maybe your kiddo is sad to leave his classroom before he could win over a tough teacher or finish the book series he read during deer time or knock out the bonus round of the 13s and 14s times tables. Hear me when I say this. Unacknowledged feelings will bubble up again somewhere else. Process them with words, nature, creating art, and other ways that work for you or your loved one. Clean the slate before starting the new chapter. Transition tip number three is to dream in the middle. Leaving time between these chapters allows space for the airing out of feelings, but also for dreaming of what is to come next. How do you want to show up? What needs to change or what sameness do you want to carry into your next school year, gym membership, job, house, relationship, closet, or whatever transition you have coming? Some ways you can capture these ideas are to schedule time to dream. You may be tempted to cram 10 pounds of chores into a five pound transition. Resist that urge if you can. Or Make it less, cram it only nine pounds and give yourself a small amount of time to just sit each day and let your mind wander. This is not necessarily journaling or emptying your mind with meditation or, you know, just setting up a calendar to-do list. This is just dreaming. Consider this podcast episode your permission slip to daydream. If you were not allowed to be idle in your childhood or if it just feels wasteful, Set a timer for five minutes and just let your mind loose. Here are some questions you could ask yourself. How do I look and feel when I start this new thing, this new job, school year, volunteer appointment, this class, whatever it is? Why do I think it's important to look that way? What do I feel like now and how can I bridge the gap to feel like I want to in the coming transition? What behaviors do I want to take into my new thing? What habits have I been wanting or meaning to start that could fold into this transition? I've created a PDF with these questions if you want to print them out and and have them for a journaling or daydreaming session. Just check out the show notes for that link. Transition tip number four is to make adjustments. Eventually your transition day will arrive, the start of the new normal. I have some tough news for you. The dreams you made will not all come true you will need to make adjustments. You might need to revisit episode eight about routines or episode 25 about time management. Don't quit without spending three to four weeks making small adjustments, small changes, one at a time, giving yourself the grace that you would give to someone else in your shoes. The final and fifth transition tip is to celebrate small wins. I've got more tough news for you. Some dreams will come true. Some adjustments will work. Celebrate these wins for what they are. Don't gloss over them. 
oh, this was easier because of this, or oh, it's no big deal because I should have been doing it all along. Celebrate your wins, no matter how small they might feel to you. If you think back to transition tip number three, when you're dreaming, you might dream up ways to celebrate so you're ready for this transition tip number five. If you can't think of even one way to celebrate the win, I invite that way to be to come tell me what your win is. I will celebrate with you all day long. Thank you for your time today. Until we meet next week, remember to create productive results in a way that you can sustain and that are productive for you. You have just listened to the Sustainable Productivity Podcast. If you liked what you heard, you might like what you read. Come to SustainableSue.com to read more and subscribe to have the weekly message sent to your inbox. You can also get show notes, including links to things discussed in the episode there, SustainableSue.com. Consider sharing this episode with a friend. The more you share the message about sustainable productivity, the more we can create a world where we are all more engaged in our lives. Keep going, friends. As Devin Durant says, small efforts sustained over time can produce significant results. Have a good week.